Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to B-Tech Philosophers, episode 30. 30 is the new 20, but this is episode 30. Host Michael Odawale, co-host Elliot Steele, we have a very special guest in the building today. Straight back from Mecca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe <laughs> Jacobs, you converted? I did convert, I was in Saudi. And uh, yeah, I, uh, sorry. Yes. By the way, you didn't brief me about anything after I know, do. sorry. Fucking you just have to speak. <laughs> amateur for your winning personality. Fucking wi bring me in. Yeah, you converted to Islam. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. What are you trying just, to do just, to me here? I'm just just ease like, me in uh, before I fucking say something ridiculous. Joe is yeah. a comedian, rapper. A third thing? What's your third thing? What would you say if you had a third thing? What would it be? You don't have to have a third thing. Mm, writer. Right. <laughs> That's what everyone chooses, isn't it? That's what everyone puts in their Twitter bio. This is such a cop-out, You know when someone's like, actor, comedian, <laughs> writer, you're like, you're not any of those. <laughs> <laughs> they said that on a gig. I, was at, I saw a flyer that said, comedian, rapper, writer. And I was like, what do you think I'm going to do during the set? <laughs> like, I'm going to just do what? writing some verse live on stage. <laughs> why, do, why do people have a bunch of stuff? What is this need to have people to have a bunch of stuff in their bio? What happens to just being good at one thing? Yeah. No offence. Gen Z it, shit. you got to have hands and pies you got to do everything multifaceted yeah. it's that donald glover thing isn't it yeah were you are you inspired by mr glover donald glover oh charlie scambino yeah yeah i mean i don't really listen to his music but that uh what's the america song yeah that's, this good. Is america. that's like one of the best things i've ever heard and then he followed it up with that single the animation one i feel like summer those two songs give him a pass but i've never seen atlanta yet i haven't seen it people this is america like it's people good, tell me it's good video I don't want to just listen to the song, I would say, just on the, on the go. Yeah, true. I like true, 3005, but... and then the rest of his stuff I'm quite <laughs> about. Yeah. He that of... video with the song, that's 10 out of 10. That's amazing. That's a, that's a phenomenal Donald video. Glover really paved the way for, like, nerdy black guys. But then he, Kanye paved the way before that. And then, like, Steve Urkel paved the way before that. Do you, do you know what paved the way? You can't have three uh, people paving the, the listen, way. Listen, they're paving different ways. <laughs> yeah, of the, they, paved the way. they went down the path that another guy had paved, but paved it a bit more. Roads don't just stop. Someone has to keep paving. No, they do stop. That is the whole point. What, what about no. a cul-de-sac? Roads never stop. You never like, oh, I'm finished on it. No, 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 no. You can finish on a road. But okay, but the road... On the street. What do you think the M1 just goes on forever? Like it's an infinity road. I'm just saying, Does like, it just stop at Leeds. They have paved different roads. What did Urkel pave? You know, Steve Urkel was like. The um, guy with the glasses. The guy that. Did I do that? Yeah, remember? that's who I thought you meant. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, but then he probably. Remember that short Gary Coleman? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The, oh, as opposed to the big Gary Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. The <laughs> Gary Coleman. You're not going to get the two Gary Colemans mixed up. And then I'm just naming sitcom Carlton. <laughs> Everyone's been paving the way for nerdy black guys. And Will Smith paved the way in Fresh Prince. But he wasn't nerdy. He was. He was the ultimate nerd. His music was like soft and everything. Hey, I'm Will Smith and I'm here to say I'm in a minute. He minute. didn't curse, you know? Yeah, I don't His curse. music was terrible. What? Are you telling me if Summertime came on, you wouldn't do a little. Nas wrote that. Or Nas. Miami. Nas wrote Miami. Oh, really? So I hear. I, I, I've accepted that on this podcast today that when it comes to the rap stuff, I'm going to have literally fuck all to interject. In. No, you can interject. I'm sure. Like, I listen to a lot of bad rap. Who's That's my favorite. Who's favorite rappers? Uh, Cass is Dead. I Good love choice. Cass is Dead. Um, Wait, I met uh, the producer of Cass is Dead. Really? First of all, I met him at the show. If you, you, I doubt obviously this, but I dropped the, dropped the bomb. Yeah? So I met him at the Cass is Dead show. I was fucking battered. Mm. The one at Barbican. I think it was Barbican or South Bank. I was so shit hammered. And um, I was trying to take a poster from the back, like <laughs> rip it off the wall. And uh, this guy was just stopping me endlessly. And it turns out it was Cyrus, the producer for Cass. So then I was like, got chatting to him. And um, I said, yeah, I do comedy, come to a show. And he came top secret. Oh, class. And, um, <laughs> and after the show, he came over to me. I did good, he came over to me and he just goes, I want to speak to you about something, you know? And I was thinking, oh, here we go. Cast support slot, finally. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes, no, nah, can you pick me up some shrooms or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... I've had those moments of comedy where you get a message or someone, they're like, can you call me? And you're like, here we go. This break. is it. They're yeah. about to finally. Uh, yeah, I think I left my wallet. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I no, I like Cass is dead. Uh, I'm gonna have to throw, yeah, you have to throw Kendrick in there, I guess. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Why? 
And I, when I, because it's I, a white person naming his favorite rappers, you got to put. Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've I've got, got, say uh, no yeah, more. It's, it's Kendrick, <laughs> and then uh, Limp Biscuit. No, nah. then it's uh, Ken, Kendrick because I used to not really like Kendrick, and then when I l- listened to Good Kid, Mad City the whole way through, yeah, I was so like, cool. this is a fucking work of art. Yeah, he's good. And then I don't, I, I've not really liked too much of his new stuff. I, I mean, I listen to it, and I'll. I'll go listen to an album of his and be like, that's really cool, that's really... And I like the fact that he has this massive following and he goes, I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. Mm. And at, at Glastonbury, he went out and did Good Kid, Mad City because mm. that's what people want to see. I hate when artists go... You know, like Bruce Springsteen goes, oh, I don't do uh, Born in... The, oh, oh, I can't remember what it is. He goes, I don't do Born in the USA anymore. And you're like, that's kind of what made you famous, man. you got to give those, you know, 60-year-olds who come see you what oh, they but want. you're an artist, man. you got to do what the artist's soul is telling you to do. Doesn't he do, like, three-hour shows anyway? Can't he fit that one in? <laughs> it's only, like, nine minutes of the... There's so many old white people who I know are legends, but I just know I'm never going to listen to... I'm never going to listen to Bob Dylan. Never gonna listen to Springsteen. Bangers, and man. Springsteen, I don't care about. I, yeah. I like the the what's the song from um, Bob the, Dylan? I'm in the wind. I'm rolling in the wind. That's that's not how that goes. That's I'm a that's rolling stone not, in the wind. Not. I'm a rolling stone in the wind. No, Bob Dylan has it's like he's confused the rolling stone <laughs> with a lyric. In listen, Bob there's Bob a lot of I've told you. There's a lot of white people just mixed up. Like if you if you could like choose between what would blow up, if you could only choose one in your career, comedy or rap. Uh, I want to be, I think comedy because I'd like to be like, as we were saying, Chappelle, just dropping in, boring people to tears and still being mm. the goat. That would yeah. be nice. If you're a rapper, there's an expectation and a lot just more rappers die. Trip. Rappers die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the, have you, do you see like the way comedians party and the way rappers party and go, comedians don't party? Comedians are fucking nerds. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a few that get on the sash, but you actually don't want them around, really. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's just basically for people like that, it's going to be comedians at 4 a.m. around the table taking coke, talking about why they, why someone's on a TV show and they're not. Why they're not going yeah. to Edinburgh, but then they still go to Edinburgh. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of thing. It's, it's, never a, it's never a fun, exciting... Yeah, I've, 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 I've not sessed in a little bit. I think the last one I did was with you in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> end up in people's sessions. Like, it was like a half sesh, but I was at the fringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my breakdown. Yeah, not breakthrough. What did you guys breakdown. do? What was the sesh like? I mean, it was, no, I say sesh. It was just in loft bar, probably. <laughs> like it, it was. It was but that bar. was. I remember it because the day after I had um, a reviewer in, and following on from that evening, it was like hands down, probably like the worst performance ever. Really? But then, thanks, the, Elliot. No, it's not. That's me. That's my demons. Then the next day, the next day, the guy showed up in the queue again, and I was like, "Wow, okay, repeat business. This is, this is promising." He's because I left my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like I said, you always think that's the. That's, the <laughs> that's what my career is. Just these moments. Where I'm like, finally, ah, oh. uh, fuck you. Just left a jacket. Why were you in uh, Saudi Arabia? The, I was the, doing the a home gig. Of human rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing a gig in Dubai, and then. The offer there was an offer to do a show in Saudi, like state sanctioned and mm. visual. So, question how do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I wanted to, like, Saudi Arabia has a terrible reputation. I was terrified. I got a text, you know, saying, uh, don't mention being Jewish. Like, oh, I was, really? Oh, yeah, 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 I was scared to go, genuinely. Oh, you could get that some some places in the UK to be true, <laughs> like, but you know it's like a, in Saudi. A, I feel a like labor gig or something. Mm, true, true. In Saudi, I feel like it's kind of in the legislation. But I, that was my own <laughs> ignorance, and I get there. I just want to see places for myself and experience yeah. them, even if the government might be a bit crazy. The people I met are all nice, but I was very scared to go. Like when I was getting the visa, you know, they asked for all this information, like length of stay, width of neck, that kind of mm. thing, like that. <laughs> How are you I did phones? ask to go to Chop Chop Square. You know what that is? Where How they do that? the beheadings. Yeah, it's like the pu- public area. Like, does it smell of? Beheadings? I never went, but they've got little like grates in the floor for all the blood and everything. Fucking hell! Is it? Is that what it's like? Sort of known as Chop Chop Square. That's the that colloquialism you, of that, it. Yeah. It's probably got a real name. But um, <laughs> the guy I went who was showing me around, the kind of expat who booked the show, I was asking. I was like, "Where's Chop Chop Square? Can you take me?" He goes, "No, we're not really near it." And I said, "Have you ever gone?" And he said, "No," but a few of my colleagues went. And uh, they, they didn't really have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. 
<laughs> but I love that. I love the idea that you go, you say, yeah, should we, let's go, let's have a coffee and we'll just go watch a couple of heads get chopped off. It'll be really fun. And then you watch it, you just see four people murdered. You just go. Oh, it's current beheadings. I thought you just go to the area. No, no, they, they, that's where they do it. They go in, but I don't think it's happened. I don't. Yeah, lashes. Lashes. I'd like to watch. You'd watch a lash. A lash because that's not death. Yeah. yeah. A lash on the ass. Forty lashes. But and I they don't probably know. deserve it. Like they fucking, you know, they're a woman and they drove or something. Yeah. Right? Mm, outrageous. Mm, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, Saudi was really interesting um, because it was a dry country. No, no booze. And uh, I mean, if you got a little bit, of, you can get some booze. Yeah, I was in. I was in a restaurant that evening after the show and they just sneak in bottles of gin. Someone had weed in their bag. I'm like, fucking hell, man. They were offering me a gin and tonic. I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm all right. Did you feel like it was a trap? Well, I was a bit shook. Yeah. No, I don't I don't need a gin that bad. Yeah. I can go to a gulag over it. <laughs> I did, because I got, what was Dubai like? Because I've heard Dubai's like, I've heard Dubai is just basically people who used to live in the UK telling you how much they don't pay in tax. That is what it's like, yeah. They're all, it's just, they're a strange bunch in Dubai. I'm not sure if I could. Where are they mainly from? Uh, the north. Really? Don't of know. England? Yeah. <laughs> they're from all over, but it's, a, it's, it's quite a bizarre situation. And they really, they drink. The British really hold, that, hold it down. Yeah. They drink hard. I went to see the Joshua fight there. Oh, fucking hell, really? Yeah, and I, was, they, I went to a place that was, with all the money they had, they designed it to look like a Weatherspoon, like big budget spoons. They made it look shit. And a pint of Guinness was 15 pounds. Fuck off. Yeah, what, in Dubai? Uh -huh. That is disgraceful. Yeah. You're more outraged about that than Chop Chop Squirt. Well, what, 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 uh, what, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really gotta get my, that that is, what? Hey, mate, hey mate, you've not got the head on that quite right. <laughs> <laughs> you need a couple tips. Fucking 15 quid. Oh, man. <laughs> chop but, Chop was free, to be fair. I was scared about Chop Chop because the, you know, I am Jewish. When I get there as well, they told me, before that, the promoter said, oh, you're fine to do whatever you want. When I get to the venue in Saudi, the promoter's like, can you not do any jokes about women? Okay, can you not do any jokes about politics? Okay, can you not do any jokes about drugs? Okay, do you have any songs? Can you not do any songs? Are you a Jew? Yeah, don't mention you're a Jew, please. All right, have a great set. But then what's the audience? In 30 minutes. What's, what's the audience? Is experts? Mixed baggers. Uh, Bunch of Saudis in, lots of people. Really? Unfortunately, a few women made it in. Oh my goodness, the country's going shit. <laughs> Did you go back? Yeah, I'd go back to Saudi. I've got a few wives to look after. Yeah. But other than that, no, nah, it was good. They had Mango Icy in the cinema. You know. So if the well, they, this is the thing you don't hear about that on the news. They don't bring that up. <laughs> they don't bring that. All they want to do is mention Jamal Khashoggi. They don't bring up the Mango Ices. You know, there's ups and there's downs. You know, it's a country, developing country. So if Saudi government offered you a lifetime 15 million contracts, mm. only perform in Saudi Arabia. To only perform? Yeah. How long would I have to stay there for? No, lifetime. 30, 30, 30 years. Like I'm not saying you're gonna, only going to live for 30 more years, um, but let's say 30 years. It's too hot. I reckon knowing Joe within two weeks, he would be in Chop Chop Square. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know he's got the, yeah, I love you as a comic, because you've got the sort of like, Self when you're told streak. I can't be saying something, yeah. that then becomes more alluring to say. That it. was my biggest issue when I did the Saudi show, because I had to really stop myself mentioning the prophet. Oh, fuck, really? But you don't do in your normal set. No, but just the fact just... that I know that if I did... Yeah, dude, they wouldn't. I'd do it if I had a good angle. I don't know if I... I didn't have an angle. angle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any angle. Here's a picture I drew. It was just that part of you. Yeah. I just wanted to see what would happen if I just sort of, you know, started... Yeah, I think they would... Uh, just I talking around it. I know what would have happened. Also, I should have said, when... When they said, oh, you're a Jew, don't mention it. They also said, by the way, if you see a, a few people with straight faces looking a bit serious, they're just the armed guards guarding a couple of the members of the royals that have come to watch. Wow. Apparently there's like 4,000 royals, so it's nothing too yeah. bad. Oh, right, but that's still... Came in with the armed guards. Yeah. That's what you need at a comedy show. Fucking hell, man. It's such a different... But the other thing that's good about Saudi Arabia is because everyone was like not pissed, they're very supportive, attentive audience. I mean, I had like a couple hecklers, but they were in good spirits. You know, juxtapose it with England where everyone, you know, thinks they're the funniest person in the room. I got a side with Saudi on this. It's nice to know if someone acts up, they could be fucking publicly executed. That will stop them in their tracks, I think. <laughs> Bit more respect for our craft. I'm not fully against public executions. For? 
Well, we, we got to iron these details out. Pretty's gone now. Pretty Patel's gone, man. Less likely. No, but I, I don't. I, I think like public executions for certain things would be. I think there should be like a strike system. Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, if you if you just keep being a cunt on a night out, mm. there should be like all right, public execution. Not everyone. not not murder. Well, I think uh, it depends why you murdered someone. So let me just say, you want someone to be publicly executed for being a cunt on a night out? Surely that's just stoning, right? That's a lot of people. Yeah, but I think that would stop the... Because that's all of Newcastle, man. There's just guns. <laughs> Newcastle's off. a great city for a night out. I don't think Geordies are cunts on nights out. Really? I'll, I'll say this. It's like the same way. I love Liverpool, but I think what lets Liverpool down is when Scousers go somewhere else. <laughs> And start acting like it's Liverpool. <laughs> and, like, uh, and they just want to tell you how fantastic mm. Liverpool is while you're having a beer in Bristol or something. Fuck off, mate. I know. It's so great. All right. It's this magical city. Elliot had beef with uh, Liverpudlians last yeah. week. Yeah, did. He insulted um, them. Yeah, I don't want any smoke with anyone from Liverpool. Let it be known. Saudi, I'll make jokes about it. <laughs> I'm Liverpool, I love you. Yeah. I love Liverpool as a city. I don't insult it... any Scousers. Major slavery port, so I'm, I'm allowed to. Oh, no, that. but they're Scouts, not English, so they're not involved. Right. Yeah, remember that. So they do, as long as you say you're not English, your, your crimes are forgiven <laughs> for... for well, it's the same it's the same as in Scotland. You know, they're a massive part of the empire, but they don't support the English football team, so it doesn't matter that half of Glasgow's named after famous slavers because they... they wiped off the they, map. They don't want Raheem Sterling to score a goal, which somehow makes him progressive. <laughs> <laughs> As, as a rapper, I wanted to talk to you about an interesting story about mm. an AI rapper. Oh, yeah, I, I saw this. I didn't watch it. FN Mecca. Wasn't he racist or something? Or he... So there's a... <laughs> this... AI? Yeah, this got, he a... got... <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a fictional rapper called FN Mecca, designed by non-black creators uh, with AI-created music. Um, and he's... Apparently, he just got very racist very quickly once he got big on. He was a, he got signed, yeah, he got signed by Capital Records. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've not been signed by Capital, but AI racism rappers has been signed by I Capital Records. my racism. Have you ever heard of Tom McDonald? On a side note, nah, uh, that's some dead shit. I know about dead rappers, but anyway, go on. Yeah, so he got signed. Yeah, and so obviously, just the algorithms were just feeding him racism, and, and, and it, people are calling it digital blackface, basically. And he's been now been dropped. He's been um, cancelled. We have not gotten FN Mecca apology, um, but how, how how do you feel about the rise of AI rap and the racism? How do I feel about the AI <laughs> rap, rap and, and racism? And, and racism that's been mixed up. So I brought you on here. Yeah. It's a good question. So, well, in regards to racism, terrible. Bad. Bad. Mm. AI rap, I'm on the fence, you know, let's see if they can work on that. Do you not Iron feel like the kinks of the racism? Your, your spot as an actual human rapper well i mean look i'm very long in the tooth mm. ai rappers are probably the least of my worries right now just let them let them let them eat what about ai comedians well there's a rise of ai comedians that that getting great. <laughs> I would, imagine getting bumped off yeah. the set, <laughs> ai chris rockers are right there fucking is a bunch of ai comedians <laughs> <laughs> the amount of autistic people uh, we got in this uh, job <laughs> it literally is uh, <laughs> that literally is what ai problematic on so many levels everyone was adhd in edinburgh this year oh yeah well i've got the pro that i am actually adhd and now when yeah. i talk about it i feel like i'm I know I'm ADHD. I don't need the test to prove it. No yeah. one's going to fucking treat me differently. Obviously, I have it. I got I obviously have it. I mentioned this on a podcast before. I was on the list to, for the AI, um, AI, the ADHD treatment, and I kept forgot forgetting to go, and then not answering their calls. Mm. So they took me off the list for ADHD ADHD people, and I was like, anyone who has gone to that is a liar. Yeah, like nobody with ADHD. Yeah. You, Do you get like a free laptop or anything if you get diagnosed? That's no the only reason. They just give you some pills. Ritalin. I, I, I don't think they do Ritalin. There's different kinds. They, I, I, I saw a TikTok yesterday where it was like the mind of someone with ADHD, and usually I'm like, no, this is a bunch of bullshit. And I watched it. I was like, oh, fuck, that's very accurate. I didn't really because I count my steps sometimes and like make sure I have to walk on a different bit on a multiple of five. And they were doing like a version of that, You're and I didn't. Stupid. I didn't realize. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was so unnecessary. I was opening up. <laughs> like not ADHD. That was so, that was so unnecessary. I'm just 
you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this is why I don't open up on this podcast. This is why men's mental health yeah, needs help. This is why you shouldn't open up because yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> Sergi, can you do us a favor? Could you get up a little snippet Hi, no. of um, Soji in the pod again today? Hello. Um, he was on the Patreon episode last week. Sign up to the Patreon people. So we, we did introduce him back and then we forgot to. Today. Can, can we it. get up a little snippet of a FN Mecca song, the AI racist rapper? FN yeah, that's racism. Um, but how do you feel? Like, I think a lot of people are upset because it is white people made this AI rapper and he is so stereotypical. You got like can we, face tags. Stop blaming white people. But do you guys people. did this. What do you mean, you guys? We made a fucking AI. No, I got oh, with you. I think I forgot yeah. to tell you. We didn't, sorry, <clears throat> we don't have Wi-Fi, so I will have to do it on my phone. You can do it with your phone. I'll, 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 I'll pay you after. Sorry. Um, I yeah, I, uh, I, I I I I get what people are saying, but is, is just, how were they going to know it was going to come? What right I was going to say was with sorry, white sorry. with white people and uh, rap stuff, it is a real fine line. So I kind of think it is a bit. Should white people rap? Never. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. What I was going to say was. It's a real thin line between white people just rapping and then white people rapping and it's racist. Like I got a bit of a bugbear with like certain comedians and people with the guitars when they take the piss out of rap and like like a I don't know, I don't wanna bait out comedians. Oh, when they do right. when they do like, you know, white boy does amazing freestyle, that's racist to me when I see yeah. that. Like, what are you trying to say? The white guy just cut. Let me show you how it's done, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever a geeky on, white guy kills free stuff? Fuck off. Do you ever go on the comment of like 90s rap and it's like zero naked women, zero swear words, zero drugs, 100% real rap? And it's just like, I know like a white person who's like 26. Dusty hip hop. And like North Dakota wrote this. Do you know what I mean? Or oh, Elliot. <laughs> nah, I love, I love you the drugs. Like I love the drugs <laughs> and the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even type in a song, you just type the drugs and bitches. I, I watch like three hour long breakdowns on YouTube every I go to sleep during sometimes. Of, there's this guy, Trap Law Ross. Yeah, yeah. I he, know his brother. Really? Yeah, and he, he does these. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, he does. I'm gonna name drop too much. I <laughs> know <laughs> a YouTuber's brother. Well, <laughs> he's a producer. Whoa, oh, slow down. He's a rap producer. <laughs> do, do you reckon we could get him on this? Yeah. I'll ask. <laughs> but Traveller Ross, I love that shit as well. It's really good. I really liked his Travis Scott documentary, particularly because it came out so soon after the shit. But he, I'm speaking on stuff I don't know much about. But I heard that he had, not surprisingly, like a bit of beef he couldn't go to certain events because obviously he's like cataloging the crimes of all these drill rappers in oh, england so you just want to explain what he does sorry just oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. he just does documentaries about like proper crime gangs and rap shit rap beef and it's detailed real detailed like he's talking about like london gangs and their their cases and all the murders they've done like chronologically like I a proper it. detective so i know where to not go well in london yeah, he does. He does ones on like six, seven, yeah, and everywhere. Yeah. Do you remember? Because six, seven, when I was about 16, 17, six, seven were the first, the first sort of grime, uh, sorry, drill group that I knew of that were didn't fuck about. Yeah, like yeah. they were going to run up in the studio and stab you, kind of thing. Wu Tang, they Wu Tang. Yeah, but the Wu Tang actually like, like that. So would they? Yeah, they were. Were they? You should read the Raekwon autobiography. It's really good, but it's got a bit of accidental Alan Partridge in it as well. It's a really, really entertaining <laughs> book. Yeah, but yeah, I, I love that Traplaw Traplaw Ross guy. Like, cause he's but he does ones on um. There's this when those guys are in, I forget where they're from, but they did that song "Who I Smoke." Have you seen that? No. There's this song called uh, "Who I Smoke" to uh, that uh, to the beat of a thousand miles, and the video is just them playing golf, and it is them rapping about people they've actually oh, killed. Oh, yeah. People they've actually killed. And there's a great lawyer breakdown of it where he's like, all of these people are going to jail for <laughs> self-snitching. <laughs> he's like, they are bringing up cases that had been dropped yeah, because it had gosh. gone cold. And they're bringing what, up... What was that for this, for this occult and a thousand miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, like, a lot of people are like, this is terrible. They're talking about killing people. And she was like, no, guys, this is art. And black people were like, no, they're killing black people. This is bad. Like, there's some things you cannot defend. I know you're trying to be liberal white lady. Like, no, Artistic, no, they're killing people. <laughs> they actually they need to go people. to prison. Yeah. The families are very upset. What, what do you make of uh, people, you know, especially like in London with like the way crime is and knife crime and stuff? I love you asking me like I'm, I have a valid opinion as yeah, a fucking no, middle class no, dweeb no, that raps. More, more better question. How do you feel your space is in the rap world? Uh, minimal. Minimal, but, minimal. What, but, where did your love of rap become from? I just, you know, like rap music's just the shit, man. I've always yeah, loved rap. Like, uh, 
I don't really know. I just um, started with Garage, and then we used to yeah, we used to do a bit of Garage MCing and like get jacked every weekend, and we were like, "This isn't for us." You know, Oli 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 was from a black guy. Oh, I believe we that. we created everything. Who did? Who created Oli Oli Oli? Do you know? There's a black guy looking for his friend Oli in the crowd. Like, <laughs> it was like, get the word. <laughs> but they just do everything in rhythm. It was like Oli Oli Oli, and then the crowd were like, "Oh shit, I like it." Oi oi oi. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna try this again. Oli, 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 black people. And that was a. Uh, is this is this like another one of those? You know, Shakespeare was black. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. And he was. <laughs> got me like, I, look, I wanna I wanna end racism yeah. as well. This isn't the way. <laughs> black people and Jews have that. Like we have that battle. Like who did everything? Yeah. I think. Let's settle it here. <laughs> The biggest rapper is, is Drake. He is, he is. But we both can claim. I think he's going to bring us together. You can have it, my can't. Drake. Drake is annoying. Do you not like Drake? It's just, how can he just, he's just too successful at this point. It's just, and he's still he's moaning. He's a franchise, a brand. I, I like, like some, yeah, some of his songs are good. I can't lie, some of them are good. Uh, that last album where he was doing all the house music stuff was a bit, I put it on and was like, yeah, this is going to be hard to defend you here, man. Yeah. And this is going to be, I thought that boy. He's still doing the whole underdog, and he's the biggest selling artist. Like, he's the time. Liverpool of rappers, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> and everyone's against me. Like, no, they're, they're very supportive of your career. Clearly, you sold out every stadium. Like, it's crazy, but I think you need a bit of that though. Like, like ah, I'm well, a people like system. people like the underdog. That's why I really love Skepta and Gigs because they were underdogs for ages. I remember when Gigs came out, like 2008. I I was listening to him. I was like, this guy walk in the park. Yeah, 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 around that time, he's like, this guy's a genius. Can you do a gigs impression? <clears throat> What's up? He's clearing your throat. That was pretty good. Was hey, I'm, I'm gigs, man. Oh, that was way, yeah. that, well, his was better than I'm that. I'm greasy, I'm from gigs, man. He's from gigs. Yeah. Why does he, he come from the south of America? I'm um, gigs, man. I Have you ever heard gigs before? What, what, what mm, mama, I need some of them talking artists. I'm talking, um, what am I doing? Sorry, listeners. Um, but yeah, Skepta was underdog and then he got big. And then when people in, I think it's an English thing, when people get too big, everyone hates them again. Yeah. yeah. They turn on them. But Skepta, yeah. Skepta was like one course. of those uh, guys, like when I, when I go watch it, where him and like Frisco are like at raves and stuff like that. And you'd watch those videos. They're fucking, they, oh, he yeah. looks class. But, but Skepta had some real bad songs for a while. Like he did Rolex Sweep and shit like that. And he was like. Yeah, he had that uh, video that was just porn. Yeah, yeah, all around the house, yeah, yeah. Oh, all over the house. I like that one. Born. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. I always think with rappers like with he the, went Turkish one time. He did Turkish trip when they when they do like things about songs about like fucking and things like that. I always think when you go to the album launch and your parents are there hmm. and the album's playing in the background, you're the parents are just there like, oh, did you have to? Mm. They're probably just glad they're not incarcerated. Yeah, probably. Those songs can be real complex because they always be talking like fucking all night. Nobody wants to have sex all night. When you think about it, no, I find I find that odd in rap. When I, I, I wouldn't, I would never want to go and talk about how hours. that's a medical problem. How really. how my dick is like so magnificent or something, which is what they do in those songs. Yeah, I'm like, I would feel, I would just feel like I'm setting myself up to fail. Here. Exactly, that's one thing I kind of wish we could do more of as comedians because rappers can say that and it's fine. Comedians when they talk about that kind of stuff, what being having a big dick, fucking all night. No one really wants to hear that. Rappers can just say their name a lot. Comedians can't do that. Oh, American, uh, I think like in a uh, American black comedy you'll see like there's like a fair bit that's like when i first used to watch like old uh, def jam and things like that and you'd see that uh especially in america like black comedians would come on and not be the underdog in a lot of oh yeah things. bernie mac i ain't scared of you motherfuckers yeah th that was that was to me like whoa what the fuck like that especially in britain the whole point of comedy is that you're you are the underdog that's yeah. just that's black comedy circuit in england's like that but black Amer black comedy circuit like you know it's an event people get dressed up for real it's a night out so you're not you going on there and being like, no, you gotta be like, yo, we're fucking here, motherfuckers. Yeah, do you yeah. do do you do many black gigs? Not, sorry, I don't. I do a few. I do a few. Not as not many though. I didn't come up on that circuit. I came up on the uh, white people circuit. So people who don't know, uh, comedy in England is very heavily segregated. Um, I'm doing like what um, uh, Constantine. Just selling a new, yeah, but like, no, but there is kind of a bit of segregation. There's a black circuit and there's a, a white circuit or mainstream circuit. 
kind of like in all different types of entertainment. Yeah, but uh, the the circuit, uh, I, I guess because we came up in London, it's a little bit different. But you go to like a top secret or a comedy store or something, it's not just white. Like I've always found that like such a bit of a weird analogy. Like you go to top secret. Pretty fucking mixed. No, That's because Top Secret's the best, though. They now it is. Everyone, I feel like comedy. Um, it so, wasn't like that when we started. It wasn't. It, wasn't, very, it was quite. Different. You know, you it's not unregular to have like an all white bill as some of the main yeah, good old uh, days shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even you two would be left out because it'd be white guys in their fifties. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. When I but but that's what I find funny. There was this thing. Uh, Ages ago, set up uh, by the friend of the show, Sam Aferdos, and uh, <laughs> and she would do these things where she'd like pick on all white lineups, but some of them would be in like the fucking in like the middle of Wales yeah. somewhere, and I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> like they they they, they, they they're amazed they could find four comedians who was going to come to some place 300 yeah. miles or from be the like city. Someone's comedian and friends, and it's like you can't try and make force someone yeah. to diversify their friends if all your friends are white we all watched friends that was white yeah you know i mean i was bad. running a gig briefly i'm not very good at it but i, was oh, trying I, I heard about this show what every fucking show i was disgraced <laughs> you know about this <laughs> but I, heard, I, heard, I was at if it was the one at 21 soho yeah i was there the night after what i was led to believe was a was an incident <laughs> It was an incident every month. Which incident? Well, the the, the Finn I mean, Taylor one. I heard about. Oh yeah, yeah. That what was, happened? Well, basically, dealing with rappers is a lot harder than dealing with comedians. Uh, I imagine a nightmare. And on this particular occasion, so I do a show, comedy bars. I'd have rappers and comedians kind of mix it up a bit. And on this occasion, one of the rappers had. Uh, well, no, I mean, look. The day after, I got an email from the venue saying, "Look, we've had a few reports of a few incidents last night." And I said, "Well, what?" They said uh, threats to staff, threats of violence, open drug use in the venue, graffiti on the tables. <laughs> someone stole a print from the mm. toilet. <laughs> and then they were heckling Finn at the end and called him a racist. Oh, really? Among other things. But the but guy that did the graffiti, he was at the same table all night, so it wouldn't take fucking Columbo to figure out. Who did you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> They're still allowed to email you about it, to be fair. Who the fuck did you invite? <laughs> what rapper? I love, I love the idea that this guy is threatening violence and did graffiti. You're like, at the venue, well, you got him on CCTV. You <laughs> fucking track him wow. down. <laughs> Joe invited Sugar Knight <laughs> to his comedy. <laughs> I was I surprised. Would. So that was just one gig, by the way. There was a few. The point I was going to make was I try and book mixed bills, but it's hard because women drop out and people drop out, especially people who are in demand, you know. Yeah. I did, I, when I did my first ever la launch of that show, immediately, literally the second I dropped the flyer, two of the headliners said, oh, I can't actually do it. Yeah. One of them was Jamali. Thanks, Jamali. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's Jamali's. We had Jamali booked five times before this podcast. You know, I love Jamali, it. but he'll, love, yeah. he'll fucking go do eight out of ten cats, won't he? Fair enough. <laughs> oh, not even that. He'll just go, he'll just he'll be just like, stay like, at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, go, just go to some Turkish restaurant yeah. or something. Not By even, himself. Yeah. yeah like, and, then, and, then, and then moan at you for not asking him to come do it again. <laughs> Jamali's, Jamali, he, he does this. He's like, I want to be asked, but I don't want to do oh, it. I don't want to go. Yeah. That's, his, that's his. That's his. Like philosophy and all of them stuff. But yeah, he would have been good because we had some fucking. It was a nightmare. So you weren't invited back to the venue. No, they had me back. The real, fucking I, hell! I had because they were doing good on the bar, probably. But as a uh, as a franchise, I was in the red. <laughs> Pretty much every show. <laughs> they, they got they got mad at they got mad at Finn. Yeah, they, someone got mad. It was. People I know, they were just like, <laughs> they were drunk and just said he's, he's, he's being racist. I can't even remember what. It was when, you know, I went for a piss and I was like, all right, let's end the night. Ah, Finn can handle this. He's got this. I come up and Bring it's it like home. a race war. Like, <laughs> like, what did I miss? <laughs> did he handle it well? Well, yeah, I mean, he did fighting. It's Finn, he didn't care. But yeah. that was one thing. And then the other, there was another uh, comedy bars. <laughs> this is my favorite story, actually, when I had... I had my agent in and he had like fucking like people from TV, like Apollo people, I think, like just like industry people. And I never have any shit like that. The show was going really good, really good. And then we had our headline rapper. I'm not going to say who he was, but he's a very influential guy to me. It was really an honor to have him. And let's just say what he did on the stage, I've never seen anyone before since. To, he didn't do any 
music. He was just reading something from his phone. Mm -hmm. He's very much on the anti-vax, <laughs> anti-mask sort of tip. Uh, someone in the audience had lost a grandmother recently, so oh. they made that known and then stormed out. And then he kind of continued while people were just filing out of the venue. This is the last <laughs> act. Was it Flavor Flav? No. <laughs> and then I went to see the guy from television after and he said, well, I liked it and until the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that and just then two. you haven't been invited back. No, then I, I couldn't go back because I just kept losing too much money. Oh, I'd, I'd, and I fucking really find it stressful doing it. Yeah. My point was, the thing I was saying was, it's hard to get mixed bills because I try and get female rappers, you know, female comedians, but they always cancel fucking pictures. Yeah, we've had that with this podcast where you go... Uh, we really want to get like a we, we've had, we've not had any female guests yeah. and you go I want to get I want to get like female guests on but I don't just want to pick someone exactly. they're a comedian exactly. and they're a woman and then suddenly I have to sit here and and look no so, but like don't token it get yeah. someone who you rate yeah 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 so when you, it's all well and good to just screenshot an all white lineup but I know from experience that you know. White people are better than com uh, they're good at comedy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, white people, white people are better. They're just more reliant on uh, turn up. <laughs> they're better for insurance policies. You book a white boy, he's arriving on time. Yeah. <laughs> will it be good? I don't want to get no. six of their mates. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It will be promised. You, know, you won't get a white comedian graffitiing on the table at 21 so I'll tell you that. <laughs> I love it. I love an email like threats of violence, open threats drug of violence, use, yeah. and then and then graffiti. The yeah. I think it, and it was all one guy as well. Just a one man crime wave. Fucking Dennis the Menace, man. It was. I think it literally was one guy, and he was the same person that Heckle Infinity. Yeah. It really, just went for it. <laughs> I thought awesome. that when I was a uh, when I was a uh, seventeen, I was doing a, a comedy club. I was quite new. I just sort of got a, a little, well, I was very new. I was terrible. I'd gotten in with him. And one night I was like to a few of my mates from home, like, oh, what, 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 do you want to come watch me do it up in like Leicester Square? And they were like, yeah, yeah. But my mates from home were a little bit, uh, one of them was a little bit rough. You know what I mean? He, he was just a bit like, didn't fuck about. Um, we went to the show. I didn't do very well. And they were like, we'll back you the money, innit? It was only 30 quid. They were like, we'll back you the money. Uh, and my mate was like, you'll back him? And like, yeah, he's like, you got all that cash there? Well, you're not just going to give him the fucking money. And I was just there like, oh, I can't say it. Like, Dan, what are you Because there's a part of you like, I kind of want that money. Yeah, yeah, well, I did. But he was like, he was like, what? So you got to, so why has he got to wait all this fucking time for you to send emails and that? Just like this guy. He was just like, just give him the fucking money, innit? But he's like 18 speaking to a grown man. like, And you know comedy, like, it's just full of nerds, innit? Yeah, yeah he so gave that, you double, didn't bro, he? Bro, this guy just sat there counted out the money and then the fucked up and went and bought weed. <laughs> and like, it took me like, it took me like seven years to get booked back again. Wow. <laughs> it, it was, it just wasn't fucking about like just staring him down like well, you got the money there why are you oh, wow like, i love that you took it you didn't try and be like no that's no, okay no i was i was like well i, I agreed with him but I, I i think it's that thing of the, what you say like sometimes you i don't know if you had this where you sometimes you have mates you want to come to a show and you go my professional showbiz self is very different to sometimes how i or i understand industry and how i can and can't behave around things mm. and some of my friends i've brought to things and been like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Right here. Or sometimes you have mates who meet, I don't know, meet someone who's like off the TV and feel like, I think they feel like they have to be rude or something. Or I always get that. Why is that? I see that a lot. What does that mean? What do you mean? They they just sort of. Because they're not comedians, so they just try and like their idea of. Oh, I'll be like, like sharp. I'll they be... just try and be horrible to you because they think that's sort of what comedians Oh, like yeah. they've, they've seen like a podcast or a documentary like, yeah, man, in the cellar, everybody was just ragging on everybody. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to be like, do I, the same thing. I have a mate I don't really speak to anymore because he's kind of come a bit of a Nazi, uh, to put it lightly. <laughs> you get him on next episode. <laughs> I was actually relieved when you said Nazi. I didn't know where you were going to yeah, go uh, that. And uh, he, he met Nish Kumar one time. We were, we were going, actually, we bumped into Nish. And Nish is like the nicest man in the world, but mm. people sort of just see his comedy and his politics. 
And I was just the whole way. I was like, please don't fucking start. But he didn't really know who Nish was at that point. And now he's like, oh, bro, that fucking Nish Kumar guy. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you're a Nazi. <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't really speak well, to him. Well, to be anymore. fair, considering he's a Nazi, interaction could have gone worse. He wasn't really, he was on his path to Nazism at this point. <laughs> I feel like any path to Nazism and interacting with a brown man can end badly. Well, no, because even on sorry, the beginning. I know, why is he on, what's his path to Nazism? How's he a Nazi? Uh, he's one of those dudes, yeah, who's like, why? Uh, quite intelligent, but got disenfranchised and then started getting yeah. into conspiracy theories and started one time trying he to... likes Devlin, doesn't he? Oh, but fucking loves the cunt. And, uh, <laughs> he, he, He's and from then, Dagenham. Uh, and then he started uh, He started trying to tell me one time that it wasn't as many people died in the Holocaust. As oh, was, and geez. I was like... I was like, And he was like, it's only like two million. And I'm like, that's still a lot that's of that's people. Lot of <laughs> that's people still, that's still two million too many. <laughs> like, you can't... You know what I mean? And it yeah. just... And I don't even think he believes it. Classic yeah. bad accounting right there. Yeah. You know I mean, shaving off. I mean, I maintain if I wasn't Jewish, I think I'd probably be like anti-Semitic. <laughs> because for many reasons, but I'm into, no, just because I, I like conspiracy theories and shit. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I could see it happening. I could watch those documentaries, uh. but I'd got skin in the game, so I would never be. But you watch it, if you see the, you hey, know. They're making good points. <laughs> If I right. didn't know my grandma, like, I don't know. <laughs> I get it, you know. Like, it, but, but like oh, everyone wants a scapegoat with shit, and Jewish people always a scapegoat. And that's if I wasn't Jewish, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you fuckers. That's a good point, actually. As a young, disaffected white man who's yeah. Jewish, what do you turn to? No, you don't have that. Palestinians? No, I'm Jewish. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you want you want a fat you on me today? Right? Yeah, you're doing, <laughs> Joe is doing IDF training. That's what <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Joe's gonna Joe's gonna try to plug Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> Just a picture of him with a rocket launcher. <laughs> That's a, I would yeah I wouldn't ever go that far. I'd never want to train in Syria. Or anything. No. <laughs> That's long. <laughs> Definitely not. My, my fucking girlfriend keeps going on holiday. And at one point, she, she's going to Turkey in a couple of weeks. And so she was like, oh, we're quite close to Syria. And there's like this day trip. And I'm like, you're not going to fucking Syria. And she's yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, not yeah. as bad as people make out. And I'm like... No, I would have a look. That's why I went uh, to Saudi. You know, you can do like North... You, know, you can do North Korea like day trips. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. take you around. Did and that not come up brain dead? Stole the poster. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of shit I would do. <laughs> <laughs> that was if you went a, North Korea, man, I'd be so If your friend went North Korea, <laughs> fucking hell, you'd have been obliterated. <laughs> Graffiti <laughs> over, over <laughs> <laughs> just, just heckling a speech. <laughs> Joe gets... Joe, Your hair's fake. Joe gets an email yeah, from, yeah. The, the, from, from the, the People's Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Open drug use. He was heckling Finn Taylor. What the fuck's he doing in North Korea? <laughs> hey, yo, I heard that like weed is quite legal in North Korea. Really, it's the least of their worries. Like, fucking <laughs> 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 chuff away, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Listen, do you reckon that's why they've got a starvation problem? <laughs> Just people get stoned and get the munchies too much. I'd love if, like, I'd love if, like, things are actually working out pretty well over there. Like, they actually got a decent yeah. society. Like, everyone's happy. Right, and we're shit. all just blowing it up a little bit yeah. over there. And then I, I have a beer. It's all good. But it actually, must be right. nice to have a bit of dystopia. I think being told, to, like, you know, the the COVID situation probably wasn't so bad in North Korea because they said if you don't stick to these rules. Will kill you. Yeah, there's no you culture war in North Korea. There's only one culture. They had zero cases of COVID, if their figures are to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, they were like, nah, we cured it. And everyone went, okay. Crack on. So we got. Uh, As, oh, so go, go on. Oh, Philosopher of the Week. You want to save that for the end? Or didn't uh, no, no, no. Let's do Philosopher of the Week now because uh, I saw this and uh, I thought I'd love to get Joe's uh, opinion on Oh, so that. this was a segment that um, we introduced about 25 weeks ago. Um, but they never followed up on it. <laughs> um, Philosopher of the Week, where we take somebody just in the modern day who we feel has said something that is worth philosophically dissecting and they deserve their flowers. Yeah, they're, they're poignant, they're clever. Modern day Socrates. And, and you know, we want to stick to the philosophy angle of this podcast. So, and we think like a lot of the old philosophers, they're a bit wordy, 
They're a little bit, they use a little bit of biblical terminology and stuff like that. And they're all in stone because they're dead. Yeah, and now we are bringing through the modern ones, the people that are modern days, Socrates, Plato's, Nietzsche. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, you're not far off. <laughs> this is our... Like him already. This is this is our, for this week, this is our philosopher of the week. Uh, his name is, let me, let me, let me find his name. Um, because we want to give this guy, I'll, I'll name him after, let's just play him. Let's just I him. feel ashamed when I walk through a typical British shithole town centre that smells of piss and has crack everywhere. Makes me wonder why I've got to pay over £3,000 a year in just council tax alone and ridiculous high tax rates. To live in this country with stabbings on every corner. And the saddest part is our granddad's actually fought in the war to defend this shithole country and now they've let it turn like this. That's philosopher of the week everyone. Name this man. Who is this man? Uh, he's a guy that I was. Uh, I found. Who is that him. for? <laughs> <laughs> what is that for? It's for the people. It had like an edge of could turn into Nazi a minute mm. into it, but like it felt quite wholesome. Actually. I I think he makes good points. Stabbings on every corner. His name is uh, Luke Desmarais. Luke Desmarais. He's uh, he's made his money through forex trading. Mm. And uh, he he has a lot to say about uh, modern life. And nothing he, I, I he think said he's got good was points. wrong. Yeah. Nothing he said was wrong. He there said, is piss. Everywhere. There's crackheads. Piss and blood. It's like Chop Chop Alley, just everywhere in the UK right now. Do you know what I mean? So he made some good points. Didn't offer any solutions. No. No. Uh, he, he Good subtitles. He, yeah. he did have good. It, yeah, the editing was on point. Mm. Paying 3000 in council tax. Someone's balling. Yeah, he, he posted a lot of uh, videos of him in a, in a massive house. He's on TikTok. And uh, I think he's part of the Andrew Tate resurgence where I, I don't like Andrew okay. Tate. But what I hate even more than Andrew Tate is now everyone who's trying to be like Andrew Tate. Yeah. I'm going to defend Luke. He's done nef- nothing Tatey right there. Okay, let's, He's let's just watch, standing up for his country. Let's watch the next, uh, again, philosopher of the week, Luke Desmarais. He's back. He's got more things to say. He, he's, he's an intelligent man. I never understand those people that get depressed. Maybe their family member died or their dog died. And then what they'll do is they'll turn to drugs or turn to drink. It doesn't make sense to combat or try and cope with depression with something else that's going to make your life worse. What you should be doing is thinking, nah, fuck this. My life's getting shit. I'm going to get rich or I'm going to get in shape. Combat the bad with good. Don't combat or try and cope with the bad with something else that's going to make your life even worse. Oh, good points. I mean, like, that's therapy right there. Uh, I think think he should be our prime minister. If you're doing shit, why do more shit? If you're depressed... We could do stuff like those videos if we wanted to. We just choose not to. We could all do that. I could do a video like that today. (laughs) (laughs) Would Would it? It would. He he does all right. He's got like 60,000 on If you tailored yours for the Jewish community, I feel I don't really want to do anything with the Jewish community. They're very annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I stick up for them because they're... they're, I mean, look, I can say because I'm Jewish. They are... A lot of them are annoying. I was in Stamford Hill the other day. I mean, it's fucking insanity. You know? A lot of kids... The hair. Don't get me started. I was in North London, man. Bagels, then. Good bagels. Good bagels. Bagels on point, always. I think, but I think Luke makes a good point there that if a family member has died, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get depressed. But then he also says, or or a dog. So like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I mean, you're like, can we play that again? Just where we can, he can. Which one? The first one or the second one? The second one, because it's so. He's just driving along. He's just putting the world to rights, isn't he? Hold on. Someone dies, don't take drugs, just make money. Yeah, <laughs> shape. So what? simple. Now that he said it, it just all makes sense. Like what what is this worldview that this guy has <laughs> where I uh, my dad's died. So stop being a pussy yeah. and go uh, join my forex training group. Lift some weights, bro. You get you get yeah, we I never understand those people that get depressed. Maybe their family member died or their dog died. And then what they'll do is they'll turn to drugs or turn to drink. It doesn't make sense to combat or try and cope with depression with something else that's going to make your life worse. What you should be doing is thinking, nah, fuck this. My life's getting shit. I'm going to get rich or I'm going to get in shape. Combat the bad with good. Don't combat or try and cope with the bad with something else that's going to make your life even worse. What I like is when he says get in shape, the seatbelt is cutting across his man tit. Mm. <laughs> so, like, like, what, like practice why, why, what you not, why not park the car before starting the video? Like, why drive and do the video? Because he set the camera up and then started driving, probably. Why not just... How many takes do you reckon that took him? I feel like that was the fucking first one. <laughs> he just, just came from Combat the, the bad with good. 
<laughs> that is what TikTok is now, isn't it? Is it? It's just people. It is just. That's people. what he said. That was his takeaway. <laughs> Combat the bad with good. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Why is this showing up on your algorithms, Elliot? Because I watch. I watch uh, a lot of my algorithms. Uh, is basically Premier League goals from two thousand and four. Yep. Ben Johnny. Uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of like insane Call of Duty kills, and then I, I'm obsessed with men's help stuff but really bad advice with it yeah, yeah. like the there's this my favorite one is this guy called one man i oh, will get him on for philosopher of the week next week one man or something advice and it's this bald dude who sits in his house going yeah i fuck girls but it hasn't always been that way and he just he's just saying stuff that's not there's nothing if you yeah. broke it down you're like you haven't said anything like that combat the bad with good all right how why don't you get rich how yeah. like what by getting in shape he laid the keys, man. The keys are there. But all right, my... that's what I mean about if we could, we could do it. It's just saying words. He just had a bit of weight behind what he said. It, it was completely meaningless. A bit of music. Yeah. A bit well, of music. It, it, it... Subtitles was important. The subtitles were on point. The yeah. subtitles were good. We can't take that away from him. The, I, I, you know, I want to slag him off, but I won't slag off the subtitles. Gang like the, the Chinese him. moderators who are looking at your TikTok, you just, you're on a lot of red flag lists. <laughs> just you should see mine. <laughs> I just watch nonce things exclusively. <laughs> They're the best, isn't it? <laughs> well, like, like nonce hunters. Nonce hunters. I know everything. I know the ins and outs. I know all of it. Who's your favourite? What's your favourite one? I used to like Silent Justice. They all called like Silent Justice, Broken Dreams, <laughs> Shattered. You showed me a... <laughs> But obviously, you get them into the bald nonce first. That's entry level oh, nonce. Oh, bald nonce is good. I'm gonna lose my job. They yeah. laugh at that. Then you show them a bit of Shane Brannigan. You know about Shane Brannigan? Oh, go on. Shane Brannigan was like the most aggressive of the pedo hunters. He would really just shout, and say, "You fucking biting!" Oh, I, I think he's I know good. This guy. And then they've got the new. I'm really, I really can score you guys on this. Then they've got this. The, the one that I quite like is it's called Predator Exposure, and the guy who does it is some sort of kickboxer from Leeds. <laughs> and he's got a little catchphrase. When he does the nonce, he goes, we're Predator Exposure, and we just expose your fucking ass. And they say it every time. It's like a little catchphrase. You get used to the... It's wordy. Yeah. Does he kick them? No, but they always say, like, we're filming ourselves for your safety and ours, and then two minutes later, they're like, got a bit of neck. Stop moving and we can talk to you. Because the thing with the nonce hunt videos is there's not a bit of it that isn't horrific. From the person who's a paedophile yeah, yeah. to the people catching him to the people being... R My favourite, guys, stop being racist in the comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, no racism in the comments, please. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> but there was one where a lad got caught near mine uh, at like I think in like uh, e like East Dulwich Station or something, and he was proper road, didn't it? He was being proper road about it. He was like, "What? Who are you?" <laughs> like literally the comments because he was aged, but like, guys, you didn't even. I was just like, I'm not even gonna look. I know what he's gonna be. <laughs> Elliot sent me like a video at one in the morning. There's like a guy who's trying to slit his throat. No, I didn't. I showed you it on a train back from Leeds. I just remember. Oh, did you? Yeah. Someone sent me. A, I got a little clip that someone sent me of the catchphrase of Predator Exposure because they recorded it themselves. Yeah, but this but, guy was trying to slit his throat. Last but not least, we have Predator Exposure. Just exposed your fucking ass. Oh, it's like a real. It's like a studio audience. It's real symphony. It's like a Little Britain character. They were going to say it. They went in a sound booth to record that one. Oh, yeah, the the guy who slit his throat. Yeah, the guy who slit his throat because oh, he was a pedo and then he was getting beaten up. Oh my god, it's so horrific! Yeah, <laughs> this, so I thought you were gonna pull it up. Don't no, pull it no, up. No, no. Do you know what? Uh, we'll do it on a Patreon episode at some point. I don't. Want to see yeah. I thought I'd seen everything non-sting wise, but that was a new one. That was but it. He he cut his own throat and then was just <laughs> promptly lamped in the side of the head right. as, as, so, as suicide so, prevention. So, you know, oh, that's what it was. But just the optics of it look bad. It's like this guy's he's having a rough day yeah, yeah he's been done for being a nonce he's slit his own throat don't punch him in the yeah. face at that point he's trying talk to him down him. right that's what i realized i watched it right and i was like there is not anyone in this video who isn't going to prison for a long time <laughs> like from the guy filming a man killing himself from a guy who's that man's trying to kiss that man's cut his throat i'll stop him by throwing a, a sucker punch into his head and knock him unconscious he was really like i'm gonna be the hero right now but in this situation here's what i i realized was really fucked up about that video that guy thought it was meeting a kid and brought a knife yeah yeah, yeah. so do you know what like yeah fuck him yeah, yeah. You know, like... Was it like a pocket knife? No, it was a fucking big old... It was, big old shetty. It was a oh, big wow. old... 
it's like he was in six seven or something. Yeah. He, was, he was catching his ops. Don't put this but little did he know he was his own op. <laughs> <laughs> he was his own. <laughs> Trust no one, not yourself, innit? No. Bro, that was yeah, that was the wildest nonce hunt video I've ever seen. Yeah, I always watch them kind of like. This used I, to be a philosophy podcast. I was well. I was laughing. <laughs> oh, we can talk about the philosophy of nonce things, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Greece used to do it. You fucking do you guys use black emojis? Uh, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Why did it get so awkward? I don't know. Because I was thinking about because um, I think I just use yellow. Some people. Yeah, I use yellow. Because there's a white one. Yeah, but it feels weird to go from <laughs> change it from yellow to white. It feels no. a little bit. It feels a little bit much, don't it? Well, the thing is, they introduced different colors of emojis as a response to it, saying, "Like, why isn't there one?" But I, the whole point was it was yellow, like The Simpsons. Everyone was yellow. yellow, even black right. people were yellow. Yeah, it was fine. But then, because of The Simpsons, everyone associated yellow with white. So, like, yeah. we want our own emoji. That's mad. The Simpsons went, "Here's the yellow characters, and there's a few black yeah. ones." <laughs> like, all right. Then I remember when Smithers was black for one episode. Yeah, yeah, he was black for a se season one. Yeah, why is that? S season that was weird. Well, he. he he was the Rachel Delazal of the Simpsons. Clearly. No, I think it's because like he's really like his manservant. Oh, of Mr. Burns. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah, we don't want. Man, I never yeah. even considered. Yeah. I just want to make clear when I was laughing at the man killing himself on the suicide video, I wasn't laughing at that he killed himself. I'm laughing at the horrificness yeah. of all of oh, it. Did, I don't know. Did, like, did he die? I don't know. I think nah, right, are you right. worried about the backlash of people of you laughing at a pedophile killing himself? I, I just think that the, that sometimes I laugh at things and people are like, why are you laughing at that? And I'm like, I'm laughing out of because the only other thing to do is go, that is fucking horrific. Yeah. And so I'm faced with an option. I was on acid one time and I was like, I, and I just had this moment where I was like, all right, the world is fucking terrifying. Like, it's so scary. I, I find all of it very frightening. Hmm. So I'm just going to find it funny that it's this We're fucked comedians, up. comedians, man. That's what That's we my, do, that's man. That's my family's attitude. I got uh, attacked by my stepmother the other day. No, the other month she got arrested and he had to laugh at it. It was filmed on CCTV. What? Get a bit closer to the mic. <laughs> Tell this story before we wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, uh, I just got crazy family. She, it's a really long story, but she's uh, a combination of mentally ill and just a bit of a cunt. And uh, <laughs> we just... Um, we had a few words and she just took a swing at me and then missed and then I didn't realise till the day after it was recorded. Long story short, we just have to see the funny side of it. That's what's good about being mentally ill, man. <laughs> well, fun. I'm already thinking about the material because she got arrested and um, she it gave me a lot of perspective about any domestic abuse for from the point of view of a woman because she was released that evening she was back. So if like, you know, I was a young woman, I'd be quite frightened probably if she just came back in the house. But anyway, I don't live there. But she... Um, She's got to do a course, like an anger management course, which I find funny because it's kind of like a speed awareness course about mm. how to not hit people, presumably. <laughs> and A, imagine the type of people in that group. That would be quite entertaining. And then like, imagine the multiple choice questions. It's like, someone has upset you. Do you A, walk away? B, say how you feel? Or C, punch them in the fucking face? <laughs> That'd be a good sitcom. What the family that attack each other? That's like an anger management course. Yeah, I think that was a film with um, Adam Sandler actually. Yeah, and Jack Nicholson as well. Yeah, Adam Sandler made a bit of music. Yeah, he started as a musical comedian. Yeah. He did he did? I like famous. his I like his Chris Farley song. He's a famous Jew. He made it in Hollywood. Stop! This is the most <laughs> racist <laughs> fucking episode of this podcast. <laughs> Like you have literally just at any point you're saying it like like imagine 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 the show was me and two white people sat here and then we'll bring up like Chris Tucker or something and be like black that is every episode that's every episode what are you talking about but then, but then do you see like it's not done with uh, they, we've solved racism everyone does it white people man. he can say it I'm sorry <laughs> just saying they can make it in that's Hollywood. what Jews do that's Jews right. always just say oh, he's a Jew you know they always say it to each other I'm part Jewish Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. yeah, here we go. Uh, Egyptian, Egyptians, uh, Egyptian. You should, my lean you should lean into that more. I do lean into it more. I'm you really. His nose? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you might as well light the cigars now, bro. This is the last episode. So, Joe, you got anything to plug <laughs> after that vicious anti-Semitic comment? Um, yeah, I got an album out, 30th of September. That's good. Dope. Wicked. Moose Solutions. Follow my Instagram. It's fire. 
I went for a North Korean dictator vibe, actually. Okay, class. And you're, you're uh, I was saying this because oh, we. What does that mean? I'll show you the cover. Should have sent it, and then you could have put it on your screen. That would have been cool. Fucking. We would have messed it yeah, up. Yeah, we'd have fucked that up. Just the cover. Oh, that's cool. That's wicked. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's just, that looks like Riley. Jester Jacobs on uh, Instagram. That's right, yeah. And uh, as well, like, like I said, like when we were talking earlier, like we only bring comics and people on this podcast that we fucking like genuinely rate and love. And like, Respect. So thank, Respect. So thank love you, you guys. For, thank you for coming. To it. In about four weeks, when we're really trying to find new people, we're probably going to end yeah. up with with people that we're just going to sit here and be like, so, do you eat fish and chips or something? Don't like, say this on the pod. Say this I'm doing a joke. I know. I'm doing a bit. Sorry, sorry, there wasn't enough anti-Semitism <laughs> in that joke for you to make it pod-worthy. <laughs> sorry, I didn't just call someone a kike sure, or something. Sure you <laughs> that. That's the clip right yeah. there. The anti-Semitism at the end. <laughs> do you want to be a collaborator yeah. on that one when I share it from the account? <laughs> and it is... I need it as a cosign. <laughs> um... Uh, but uh, we're doing the show at Top Secret on Wait, the man. 12th of September. Me and Mike doing half an hour each. Follow us on Instagram at BTech Philosophers and our own Instagrams at Elliot Still and at Michael Odawale. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> How was I supposed to know you're doing a one two? I'd literally pointed yeah. out. Uh, so, yeah, you got anything to plug? Nothing to plug. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for having us back. Joe, it's been a pleasure having you in, man. We'll get, we'll get you back in as well. This has been a lot of fun. Absolutely. More racism next time. Yeah, mm -hmm. this, is, this has been a horrific episode for everyone. Okay, when I do it, it's bad. Well, who would have, who would have, known, who would have known that the paedophile killing themselves would be, would be a ray of sunshine? <laughs> <laughs> this has been VTech Philosophers. Thank you very much. So much. See you later, guys. Woo, woo.